You are tuned in to 694.2 PTPP here in the idyllic town of contention. It's your oral doula, Wolf the Dog, here to guide you through this warmer than usual December 4th. We are supported today by a dear friend who is making a deliciously positive impact in some place called Springfield, Missouri. Jake's Vegan Burgers. Now y'all know Wolf the dog loves to get his grub on. Well, Jake sent us a few samples over and I've never had meat that wasn't meat that tasted so much like meat. You can find Jake's burgers and taco meat at Mama Jean's, Jake's patty melt and quinoa sausage bowl at Druff's, Jake's breakfast sausage at Gailey's and Jake's Italian sausage at Piccolo in Nixa. Whether you are vegan, vegetarian or just plain hungry follow him at jakes underscore vegan underscore burgers on instagram y'all been on that instagram before seen a whole lot of pictures of dogs on there saw some people taking pictures of sandwiches and whatnot and now y'all know that shit's wild to your buddy wolf and speaking of some wild shit it's news time my babies John Lee and Don D. Bettymore gave us a glimpse into the accident that propelled John into a life of civic duty. They were chased by a couple of giant, gaunt, suited men that seemed to vanish when the pair of Bettymores came across John's nemesis, Large Eddie. Now Large Eddie was roughing up Don's car in the parking lot, and Don wasn't taken too kindly to it. The altercation ended with a deliriously concussed John Lee Bettymore seeing his second cousin father figure scorch Large Eddie's fist with only his hand. Back in the current timeline, the officers went to the First Church of Contention, which was hosting a lunch for anyone who needed it. The lunch was made by the pastor's wife and children and served by the youth group. The officers, well, mostly Keith, broke into Pastor Adam Kane's office, stole the motorcycle helmet he bought from old Mildred Mitchell's booth at Forgotten Treasures, and learned that he is working on legislation to allow motorcyclists to ride without helmets. Motorcycles are death traps, so roll down the windows of your four-wheel transportation and turn it up. It's Kudzu with no backbone. No, I've got uh, like the diarrhea pants. I think they're just called D pants. D pants, something like that. What do you have though? E pants. They're one better. Yep, <laughs> exactly. One closer to the end. Okay, what are we doing? <laughs> All right, everybody, we've got Luke here playing Keith Vigna. True. And this week we have a special guest. We have our friend Jake sitting in. Hi. Uh, he's playing Ferguson Beans, the brother. Of the child, Keith Beans. And we're going to do a flashback to the childhood of a young seven-year-old Keith Beans and a nine-year-old Ferguson Beans. So let's hop right into it. 
The home of William and Lena Beans was a beautiful estate that sat just outside of contention. The grounds were sprawling and filled with well-kept gardens and ponds and bridges and statues. There were multiple buildings on the land. The Beans' home was the largest and most grand. There was a separate... (laughs) (laughs) There was a separate housing facility for the staff. And there was also a small office building where William spent most of his days and nights working on his projects. This was one of those days. William was off in his shop and Lena was in her room on the phone. Keith and Ferguson are having breakfast in a massive, pristine kitchen. The sunlight shining in through the windows on a beautiful day. And what do these young boys look like? Keith, if you want to kick it off. I look a lot like Keith Vigna, just 22 (laughs) years younger. Are you still wearing weird pants? My pants are uh, Ferguson's old pants, so they are a little big on me. Yeah, I've pretty much had big pants my whole life. Other than that, I look, you know, just like a... A normal boy? A normal boy. A young boy? A young boy, Keith. Young Keith. Pre-Vigna Keith. Picture a Keith. Go back to the first episode and listen to how I describe (laughs) myself. (laughs) And then make it smaller. That's a good tactic. And uh, Ferguson, uh, what does uh, what does young young Ferguson um, look like? Ferguson is beautiful. Yeah, uh, he's he's just kind of like you. You kind of want to describe him as a handsome boy, but, but that seems weird. It's yeah, just almost like like a, some kind of alien or something. Where you're just like, whoa, right? This country that? has a What's problem with sexualizing young alien boys, right? Uh, is it a boy that well, you'd go like, to jail over? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no, he's just like, you know, like the golden child, I think is kind of how I think. And, you know, already very tall, uh, too skinny, like a very skinny kid. Okay, awesome. Uh, The Beans chef, Helga, has been told repeatedly that Fergie is to be served first. But we see her hand a plate of Eggs Benedict to both children at the same time. Oh, water. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do with your day today? More of the cops and robbers and King of the Hill nonsense, I presume. What? <laughs> That's what the chef, the lady chef who made your food for you. She's just yeah. asking what you're going to do with your day. Uh, Helga. Yes, yeah. Helga. She says, sorry, my voice. It's uh, There's something weird in my voice. Uh, no, you, you sound great, Helga. <laughs> it's good to see you. And thank you for breakfast. It'll fuel us for our games today. Yeah. Uh, eggs Benedict are a particularly difficult dish to make. And we, we just wanted to uh, tell you that we really appreciate it. Did I get the hollandaise sauce right? Nailed it. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. Yum. <laughs> and you guys slam down your little breakfast. She says, well, it's uh, time to change into your playing clothes. And uh, uh, yes, I my favorite playing clothes. Keith only has like one pair of clothes. Mm-hmm. So I just stay <laughs> in the same clothes. <laughs> Ferguson's got these like beautiful threads. Ferguson, I would imagine, has like a walk-in closet and uh, a lot of like. Sometimes he just likes to wear uh, frilled, like ruffled collars, like which is not period appropriate. Hey, can I can I try one of your shirts on, Ferguson? It may look a little big on you, but you're welcome to. Thank you. And I go and I pick out a Bulls jersey. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, <laughs> out of out of my several walk-in closets, he's very, you know, vain. And one of them's just for sports jerseys. <laughs> cool. Yeah, 
but today is play. So, you know, Ferguson probably was a little confused by your selection of a sports clothes for playtime, but... He pardons the uh, insanity. That's awfully kind of you. Uh, So what is Ferguson wearing to play? Probably some linens. Some loose-fitting linens? Yeah, fresh fresh linens that have uh, (laughs) never been worn before. Uh, because if they ever get stains on them, they're immediately discarded. Amazing. Okay, so you guys walk out of the front door of the house into the uh, the sprawling estate. Ahead of you is a massive fountain and the circle drive that comes right in front of the home. And you can see the different buildings on the land that your father owns. And what do you guys uh, what do you guys want to do? Where do you guys want to run off to? The sun is shining high. It's what a game day for play day. I go out to the fountain and I, I get a little handful of water and I splash Ferguson with it. I'd imagine that uh, upon receiving the splash, Ferguson is uh, admiring some of the statues and the works of the masters and um, does not immediately react to the splash because is so engrossed. But uh, upon realizing that this was intended to be an offense committed by the younger brother, probably shoots him a look. I, I snicker and I head back to the fountain to do it again. <laughs> Keith. Please, this is this is not my preferred method of playing. What do you want to do then? You're boring. I'm not boring. I'm just deep in thought. About what? About and the, I splash him again. This, this beautiful <laughs> Pieta in front of us uh, that we've been blessed with. Look, that one has a wiener. <laughs> yes, wieners are funny. And that one's got boobs. And I go boobs up. Are and also I, funny. I, Act like I'm going to squeeze one of the statue's boobs. Give it a honk. Make like a clown honk noise. <laughs> Ferguson, Ferguson laughs at that. You guys look over as this is happening and you're both giggling and you look over and there's just like an old, old woman who's a servant for your father who's just staring at you, shaking her head as she walks away. What do you want to do? These statues are boring. Well, we've uh, we've had a good run of cops and robbers lately. Perhaps we should continue that. Can I be the robber this time? I knew you were going to say that. So... And immediately, <laughs> Ferguson, you are looking at Keith and you see that he has this like black bandit cloth wrapped around his eyes like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the little eye holes cut out. And he's wearing a all black and white striped shirt with black pants. And he's holding two bags that just have big dollars signs on him. Fergus uh, coyly smiles and removes from hidden in a pocket a uh, blue English style bobby cap and gives it a little flick and it uh, goes from being folded up into a thing and places it on his head. And Keith when you look at your older brother you see him as this hat is placed upon his head in full officer regalia. He's got a look in his eyes that says the law's coming. All coming, over coming for a naughty boy. <laughs> I reach into one of my bag, my money bags, and I get a fistful of coins out, and I throw it down on the ground in front of him to, you know, make him lose his balance when he runs Fergus after me. Fergus looks at the coins in horror and says, "These are my coins, Keith." And I throw another These are handful. My collection and I, I of run away. Coins. I just run into the yard, and I go bang bang. <laughs> Ferguson is annoyed that his brother's stolen his coin collection and used them as a weapon against him, but he's patient and begins to. You'll never catch the me, coins. copper! So, uh, Ferguson, as you are uh, chasing this Keith robber, 
about the property. You guys come across this building. It's got ivy crawling all up along the sides. And you know this to be your father's workshop where you guys aren't supposed to hang out by. But Keith is running and trying to hide around the backside because I think maybe he knows that you won't go there. Around the backside of the workshop that was forbidden to us by our father? Correct. Uh, Okay. Uh, I think that probably... I mean, how far away? What's the distance between us? Between you and Keith? Mm. 20 yards. Okay. I probably would imagine that Ferguson would be doing a kind of a loud whisper sort of thing. Hey, Keith. Keith, get out of there. Get on it. Get on out of there, you goof. My name's not Keith. I'm... Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say the gingerbread man for sure. (laughs) I'm not Keith. I'm the gingerbread gingerbread man. man. I'm not Keith. I'm Ricky the Robber. All right. Well, fine, Ricky the Robber. You still got to get on out of there. That's mm-hmm. that's. We're not supposed to be there. I'm not that when... easy to catch. Copper. Yeah, but I mean, this is also not like, this is outside of playtime. I don't understand what you're talking about. As you guys are having this conversation, you hear something that you've only heard maybe once before in your lives. And it was when you were much, much younger, but you hear these alarms going off all over the entire estate. And it's just like this. And you know that that means that there are intruders on the property. And as you're looking about, you actually see security is like breaking out into different formations all over the property. You probably see two or three guys coming in your direction, in your general direction. And as they're running toward you, you see three figures that you can't make out what they look like, but they are almost landing You think that it looks like they're landing on the ground near you. However, you didn't actually see them in the air. And these things are massive, gaunt humanoids in these black suits with translucent skin. And as you're being picked up by security and running away, these things are being put down by the security guards. Guns are firing all around you. The alarms are still going off. And your father is nowhere to be seen, but security is all over the entire place as you guys are tucked back into the home where it is safe and later that night your dad comes in William Beans and he sits you both down and he says boys what happened today was the reason for all of the security and the alarms that we have on the estate Ferguson you know that my top priority is to keep you safe and I will do everything that I can in order to make sure that you stay safe. Thank you. I want you to come with me. And he stands up and he reaches out his hand toward you. Ferguson kind of looks over to Keith and... A small tear is running down my eye and my face. Reaches out to take his father's hand. And William walks out of the room with you. And you guys go outside and... Keith, no one's really around. So you can either 
go back into your room or you can follow them and kind of like hide or, or did you guys go outside yeah they're leaving the house i'm gonna like go to a window and see where they go okay they're walking toward the office with the ivy climbing the walls where william works that you've never been in before and neither is ferguson to your knowledge i'm gonna go quickly change into some of ferguson's all black clothes <laughs> and sneak and try to hide and follow and see what happens. Okay. So as you make your way there, you would eventually come to a spot in the wood on the property, maybe behind a well-sculpted bush or a nice tree. Why did you make that face when I said well-sculpted bush? I was thinking of a statue with with pubic hair with with good pubic hair. Yeah, I think that yeah, it was the it was like a bait and switch. Okay, that's fair. And as you're hiding, you're within earshot of your father and your older brother. And William comes out of the door of the office, and he takes a knee and looks at you, Ferguson, and he's holding something. It's a watch. Ferguson, I don't know how much longer I'll be around, and I had hoped that I would be the one who would be able to fulfill the prophecy, but it is not me. It is you. You are the anointed. When the time is right, you must go back and save the world. And he puts this watch around your wrist, and it's way too big for you. Yeah, probably pretty heavy, too. And it doesn't have anything on the face of it. And Keith, when you see it go around Ferguson's wrist, something on his face changes, and he looks kind of different. And then William says to Ferguson, it will fit when the time is right. Is that because it's a watch? The time? Time when the time is right? <laughs> But it was so good. Uh, uh, we're all standing up by the cruisers at this point. Cool. Should we do anything with this helmet right now, or should we just head on at the mill with it in tow? I think we should head should with maybe. it because I'm not going to put it on my head. Should we go lock it up? Let's so, lock it up in the. Let's put it in evidence. Do we have all the other artifacts locked up somewhere? Let's do that now. Let's put them all in the same spot. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all in the same spot. Yeah. What if they? What if they activate? Yeah. Are you talking about a Megazord situation? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're the weirdest nerd sometimes. Where, does this, where do you get this stuff? I thought Mark? you just like Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Power Rangers is on Saturday morning when I wake yeah, up. Yeah. Only if you turn the TV on. <laughs> do we have like lockers, like like little lockers at the PD? Probably. Yeah. Let's put them each in their own separate locker. Okay. Lock them Let's up. Put them something a little, yeah. Or maybe more secure. I don't know. It's a locker at a police department i mean our evidence room probably has individual individual yeah yeah. we do that okay so you have now put well in order let's say the camera the gun the radio and the the helmet helmet. all in four separate lockers within the evidence room of the police station yeah and when when they get close to each other do we notice anything funny like tubes glowing or lights changing you don't okay However, Drew dies. <laughs> However, Drew's dead now. <laughs> Does it smell like 
like radioactivity in here? A real ozone smell. Yeah. Did somebody <laughs> spray some like hairspray? <laughs> Not to throw a wrench into things real quick, but what did we ever do with that silver ball that we found? Did we get it sent off somewhere? No. Is it? it is in John Lee Pettymore's inventory. Like on his body? In my character. Just in yeah. Was there anything else that you guys have uh, acquired throughout the campaign so far that you would like to put in these lockers? Or is it just these four main items? Just the four main I items. I think just those four, yeah. Let's keep that bag with us. Yeah, because that could you be useful. Yeah, because yeah, I guess so. if yeah, we got to get rid of something, something yeah, quick, for there's sure. no reason to hold on to it. For sure. Who's got the bag? Who got the bag? I got the bag. Yeah, you got Clark's the bag. Clark's got the bag. Got the bag. When you were looking at all four of the items that you put into the lockers at the police station, you would notice that they all have the red light showing except for the camera, which has the green light showing. Okay. Duly noted. Perfect. Oh, shit. I don't want to mess with it right now. <laughs> I'd like to mess with it just a little bit. Okay. When we have all those items together, I want to try to um, move the objects around in like different orders in relation to each other and just see if that changes the lights at all. Okay. That takes some time. I mean, one of the objects is a pretty heavy radio, so mm-hmm. maybe you move the items around it or you move all of them, whatever, either way. It takes some time, but you would notice that the lights don't change. The, all the, the camera is green. The radio, the gun, and the helmet are all red lights showing. Okay. What happened uh, the last time The last time, time the camera turned green was in front of a weird spot, right? It was back at Splashylvania. Yeah, and it, it right. had a picture of the guy in the... the in the stocks. In the think, stocks. I think we should take a picture. I think we should, too. Wait, if you look through the lens, does it... Can you see anything through it that's out of the ordinary? Is there a viewfinder? There is. Do I see a spooky thing through the... Okay. You never have. Take I'm, a picture. This is, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty nervous, but... Let's go take a picture outside. What if I put the helmet on and put the radio on my shoulder like a boombox and I held the gun and you took a picture of me like that? That'd be cool. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Okay, that's fine. Well, (laughs) (laughs) come on. For it, I can put it on my. I got an Instagram recently. I can put it on there. We know the camera is the only one with the green light right now. So let's just you. Let's let's see what it does, and then we'll go from there. Sure. All right. Has the light been on this whole time or yes. it's just, okay. You mean it's been on the whole time we've been talking about it? Like it no, hasn't no, been has sitting in evidence with a green light on, has it? I've called for a couple rules that would have alerted you to the ah, fact that to it, the fact that it has a green light, okay. but taking it out and putting it somewhere, you would obviously recognize that there's it. a green light yeah. on it. Okay. It is currently December 4th. It was last used the night of December 2nd. I thought you were prepping us because this photo was going to warp us through time. (laughs) Just so you know, it's December 4th now. And when you wake up, it's November 8th. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, I take a picture of Keith. I'm outside. I'm doing two thumbs up. No, I got my gun in one hand and I'm doing a thumbs up in the other. And I, I say to John, hey, um, if this does take a picture of me, I'm going to take it. Uh, you guys should follow me. I'm Keitho911 on Instagram. And then I make sure the safety's on and it's not. So I turn the safety on my gun. I'm like, take my picture. Click. There is an extremely bright flash that is almost blinding. And as each of your visions come back into focus, you see a piece of paper being smoothly printed out of the bottom of this camera. Everyone roll sanity. 
Fail. 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 Beautiful. <laughs> I rolled a 95. <laughs> okay, one at a time. Go ahead and roll a D4 for how much sanity you lose. Let's start Fuck, with John and go around. I didn't the, leave a D4 out. God that's damn four. It. Four, yeah. Can I see your D4? <laughs> you might want to use a different one, but yeah. Oh, three. Good. Three. Holy shit, that's a chunk four oh fuck oh, I got so, a four also. john lee pettymore loses four sanity keith vigna loses three sanity and clark bishop loses four sanity i am at my breaking point what is everybody at now i'm at 30 my breaking point is 30 i'm at 36 and my breaking point is 32 i'm at 37 with my breaking point at 31 la dee da <laughs> all right keith we will discuss your next disorder in between sessions but for now you've got a crippling fear of getting your picture taken right after you got your first instagram account <laughs> <laughs> oh no every time i get a like i just <laughs> my break social down. media presence is crippled <laughs> you all gather around to look at the picture that prints out from the bottom of this camera and you see a picture that shows two men in a room made of darkness. You can barely make out the two figures in the picture thanks to the light from a small candle, also made out of a substance without color. The candle is sitting on a table made of the same unbelievably black texture. And of the two men, one is a slender, muscular man in a black t-shirt, revealing tribal tattoo sleeves on both arms going down to his hands and fingertips. He is kneeling before another man who looks like a no-bullshit John Wayne-style cowboy. This man seems to be aware of the picture being taken, holding his hand up to block his face from the camera's flash and sight. On John Lee Pettymore's hands, you see that inky black substance, and it's dripping onto the ground from the camera and the picture. It's pooling on the ground, and you could swear it's moving. But when you blink, the substance is gone. John's hands are clean, and he's holding this odd device and this even odder picture. Fuck that. Uh, John still feels like there's goo on his. He is freaking out a little bit. Cool, cool, cool. And also, if I could get an alertness roll from both Keith and Clark. I fail. I pass 43 out of 70. Okay, if Thomas and Luke could leave the room just for a quick second, I'm going to keep the recording going. If you guys just want to dip out on the other side of the door and la la la. Okay, so Clark, when you saw that inky black liquid dripping all over the camera and picture in John's hands, you looked up and saw that exact same substance oozing out of John Lee Pettymore's eyes, his nose, his mouth, and his ears. Even still? As soon as you blink, the substance is gone. Okay, so would you guys like to do anything, or would you like to just get the camera? By the way, the camera, the light is now red again. Do you, uh, you, you feel as recognize anybody in that picture there? Can I roll? Well, the I don't. Guy with do the I? Tribal tats looks pretty cool. Tribal is, tats and contingent would like stick out, right? Is this John Wayne? That guy looks like John Wayne. Is that guy John? No, but he does. He looks like a actual cowboy. That's kind of silly. Out out of character. Have any cowboys been part of this at all? Yeah, everyone in contingent <laughs> is a cowboy. <laughs> We're all cowboys. Okay. Yeah, this is the this is this is the eighteen forties. 
<laughs> Where's your head at? Uh, we would would any of us recognize somebody with tribal tattoos? Yeah, do we know these people? Yeah, would any of us recognize the guy with tribal tattoos? Because that would stick out in contention. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know any of these folks here. It's like he knew you were taking a picture, though. He's got his hand right in front of the flash. Yeah, this uh, this might seem a little nuts, but it seems like well, it's not exactly a portal, but something came through. This is this is some kind of gateway. So the last picture this camera or, took, or a look into another dimension, another place. It could be the now, but it could also be like it's spitting out old pictures. So the pictures that we've seen that this camera's taken, the last one was a guy in stocks. One was, was it people in front of like a black building yeah, in like old timey clothes? But that that's what the pictures we found on. Uh, right. That one wasn't one that we took, but it was found with the camera. Yeah. What was her name? That was in Julie Maxwell's car. Was that the only other picture that we found or were there two with her? I think that is the only one that I think John found. Hey, y'all, if you'll remember, that man in the picture was John Peters. In the stocks? In the stocks. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Let's I don't know what that means, but that is just some information to ponder over. Anybody got to hit the restroom before we go? This is Joe real fast. Did we, we still don't know anything about where he is, right, John Peters? I don't think so. We haven't answered any questions. If we do know, I would like to be reminded. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, so Billy Harrison, who was part of the team, as far as we understand, they were just looking for that bag, right? Uh, sort of. I think didn't the, I think the FBI agents mentioned John, John Peters right. to me. Right, but the reason they wanted to get to him was because he they, had the bag. He You're had right. The bag. You're right. Yep. Man, I wish that so we maybe, knew a little maybe more Maybe John was involved in whatever they were, this, this organization, this phone number. Maybe John was a part of that. They were working together. Maybe John brought all this stuff here. Maybe. Got out like of a rogue agent or something. What was he betting um, on? I was mean, it fights? I think something like got out of hand. MMA for him. fights or something? Oh, I forgot all about that, Keith. He was betting on fights, it seemed like. Fights or was it races? We figured out one of them was an MMA fighter, one of the names. Oh, that's right. We had that whole list of funny fighter names. His hmm. name was Oz Mayhem Wolf. Ow. And Oz they were Mayhem all versus ing. Like the world crusher or something like that. Yeah, what was it? Squaring off against. How about that? Instead of versusing. Thank you. <laughs> they were all squaring off against Planet Juggernaut. Planet Juggernaut. I was Juggernaut. close with World Crusher. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Juggernaut. Yeah, I were. barely knew her, Don. <laughs> also, a quick reminder, just about things that you've already seen. The Fonzie woman at the hotel motel said that Marvin sent them to contention to find out what happened to Jermaine Glass and Alfred Glass when they came to collect money from John Peters. Only Alfred came back and he's a blubbering idiot now. He won't shut up about some gun. He sounded like a lunatic and Jermaine is missing. So here's what I'm thinking. The Glass dudes are associated with the mobster guy. John Peters probably bet on these fights. And lost, and they are like sharks coming to get. Well, money yeah, from them. yeah. Did we already think that? That's just. I think that's explicitly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just explicitly. Yeah. <laughs> Let me. I. You know what? I think I can fit that in my mouth and get Will it you, out. Uh, <laughs> describe. Yeah, it, give him the light bulb. Give him the light bulb, dude. Oh yeah, that's a good like gangster thing. Put this in your mouth. Will you describe <laughs> the picture as we hold it now? Imagine the unlucky idiot who figured that out for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that would be so awful. So much pain. That's, that's saw shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. As you look at the picture now, 
You see the same thing. So it's a darkly lit room, a table made of that nothingness, a candle made of that nothingness. But the room is made of the nothingness. A substance without color and unbelievably black texture. There are two men. We've seen almost everything made out of this stuff. It's also... Tribal guy is The standing. tribal guy is kneeling before another man. I'm sorry. Okay, so he's kneeling. The John Wayne guy is standing. Yes. yes. And we don't get a clear view of his face because of his hand. Correct. All right. Uh, I mean, let's stick this with the other pictures and yeah, try to figure it out later. But uh, I think we should head off to the mill. I agree. Sounds yeah, a mystery for next Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, also I I don't want to do this, but just to make the thing better, I did cocaine, and you said it would only last for a few hours. So so you feel like hot, sweet garbage. Also, it is one p.m. now. Okay. Hey guys, I gotta go pee real quick before we head out to the mill. Um, I'll be right back. Okay. Thanks for telling us. I go to the bathroom and I rip a line. Go ahead and roll a D6 for me. Rip a line of cocaine. It's a four. You're good for four more hours. You're good until 5 p.m. Cool. You are coked up. Hell yeah, baby. You are coked to the, you did a fat line in the bathroom of the police station. I walk out of the bathroom with my smartphone in my hand uh, and it's playing. Keith, were you doing coke in there? Hold on, let me Keith. let me explain to you how you see me before you ask me. <laughs> well, we just see you with all that. You just came out of the bathroom without any time passing. <laughs> yeah, you didn't flush. I walk out of the bathroom like maybe 15 seconds after I entered the bathroom. I've got my phone out up to my ear and it's playing Life's Been Good by Joe Walsh. And I'm like banging my head to the, the guitar riff. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm good to go now. Okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling us. Okay, so you guys are heading off to the mill. I think that's what we want to do. Can I ride with one of you guys? I just kind of want to like Not jam. Him. I'll ride with Clark then. Sorry, Clark. Uh, yeah, Clark. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time on the way up there, dude. It's gonna be a really good time. I, you know, I just don't feel like driving right now. I think it'll be safer if the uh, if the two of us are right up there together. Uh, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay, already cool. walking out the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, John, are you driving separately as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys begin driving off to the mill. As you take the main drag in contention north up to the highway to head toward the city. Zach is just puking off mic. Our DM <laughs> is literally vomiting with excitement. He's looking like <laughs> Ramona right now. <laughs> Meow. I really want some fried rice. <laughs> About halfway in between downtown and the highway, you go over a overpass that leads over the creek. It's actually, mm-hmm. you would know it's the same creek uh, yeah. that is that runs behind the first church of contention. And in fact, as you take the main drag, looking to your right on the other side of the creek, you can see the back of the first church of contention. And going over that bridge, that overpass, you do see lots of animals in the water at this juncture as well. This is a different place? Yes, different part of the same creek. Hey, I call I call out over the radio. Hey, you know, this is just a, just a thought, and we'll have to wait to look into it, but maybe having a cat mind, or a person mind in a cat body, we'll find her cat husband, because he'll be the only goddamn cat that's not in that creek. Oh my god. It could be. Maybe. They'll... Good job. Is he, are you letting Vigna use your radio? <laughs> you know. If if he if I had seen him going for my radio, I would have smacked his hand. <laughs> He's definitely doing coke, right? Over. Yes, I am. <laughs> over. He says, "Yes, he is." Over. Ah, yeah, I heard. Over. 
Keith, you're doing coke? I mean, not right now. I did it. Why are you doing coke, my man? Because I don't feel very good without it. We could have got you a cup of coffee. Yeah, no. Well, the the powers of be told me that that wouldn't work. <laughs> The, the powers that be? Just go with it, man. I don't, you know. Are you hearing voices, Keith? The more you talk about it, the more nervous I'm going to get. I'm just, let's just roll with it. Just act like I'm normal. Are you? Are you I <laughs> am normal. <laughs> are you going to be at the top of your game if shit goes down? If I wasn't on coke, I wouldn't be at the top of my game. I would not be able to function. I'll tell you that. All right. That's why I went to... Keith, we're going to Actually, talk about your dependency later. I'm not dependent. I'm just, it's useful That's the for definition me right of now. dependency if the top of your game is with it. Well, it doesn't seem to have caused any problems yet. Let's just go. Let's make Why it, are you guys talking make, about, make sure you, don't, you usually don't care this much about me. <laughs> Keith, I, it's not that I don't care. What is it then? It's that I don't care a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for the pep talk. And then I, I, I crawl over the console into the backseat. Well, no, it's a cop car. I can't yeah. do that. I attempt to, and then I remember it's where I am. Banyard forehead on the cage. <laughs> I, uh, I just, I just want you to know, I've, life's been good. I've got me your back. so far. Keep, keep. Hey, you, you had your hands on the the call button this whole time. <laughs> To the mill, to the mill, to the mill, mill, mill. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> right, so real quick, the three of you are almost to the highway. John or Clark, who is ahead? Who is behind? I threw my lights on and sped a decent way ahead of them after the whole radio conversation. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead and, John, make me an alertness check. Six. I finally passed one of those. You see the sky ahead of you begin to swirl. About 30 feet above the ground, a flat oval begins to form. The sky around it spirals like cloth, making folds as it gathers in bunches in certain places in the sky. The oval is black, but a technicolor energy is erupting from its darkness, and then the sky is just as it was, but something is falling. Roll sand. Fail. All right, go ahead and roll a D4 for me. God damn it, uh, four look. again. That puts you at your breaking points. <laughs> John Lee Pettymore is at 32 sanity, and his breaking point is 32. I'm broke, y'all. We're going crazy together, brother. I'm not crazy. John Lee Pettymore. The windshield of your vehicle is smashed in, and tiny shards of glass immediately cover everything around you. Slumped across your dashboard is the lifeless body of a grown man, and blood is splattered everywhere. Roll sanity. Oh, hell, what the, what the shit? Pat, uh, that's not the craziest thing I've ever seen, I guess. <laughs> you lose one more sanity, so you're down at 31. Now, real quick, Clark, I need you to roll a drive check. Ooh, shit. Uh, pretty important drive check. I fail. I got a 78 on a 50. John. You slam on your brakes as this body from a technicolor rip in the sky slams into your windshield. You instantly feel another violent impact, this time from behind, as Clark plows into your cruiser. 
You lose control of the vehicle and swerve into oncoming traffic. You hear the sound of a horn blaring, and you vaguely remember the sight of a minivan driving in the oncoming lane before this chaos of disorienting glass and blood and pain. And you see a flash of color fly by out of the corner of your eye, and then, as your car finally jerks to a stop, you hear a deafening crash and the rumble of fire. <laughs> 